Just like Halloween, week 8 of the 2022 NFL season has come and gone. It was another exciting NFL weekend as defense continues to be the trend in this year's NFL season as defense has been a dominating force for NFL teams in the 2022 season. And also teams who were once prominent continue to struggle and fall apart. Are their seasons done? Well, let's talk about that and more here in Bruce Dilled. But first though, let us begin. Cheers, everyone. Welcome to Brew Stilled. I'm your host, Brandon, and for this edition of Brew Stilled, I'll be recapping week eight of the 2022 NFL season. We definitely saw some of the major trends that have been occurring this season continue to play out in week eight of the 2022 NFL season, with several dominant teams continuing to fall apart if new teams take in their place, as we're starting to see new contenders emerge in the NFL. But first, though, what beer am I pairing for week eight of the 2022 NFL season? Well, that beer is called Bowden Balls, a double IPA brewed in a collaboration with Parish Brewing in Broussard, Louisiana, and other half brewing in Brooklyn. New York. This double IPA has an ABV 8.5% with an excellent taste. This beer also has nice sweet scents of Nelson Suave and Hops combined with Phantasm Powder from Phantasm New Zealand, making for a big and bold, juicy double IPA with a New Zealand influence and also the very strong punch of excellent flavor. There's also Pacific Sunrise Hops in this beer, which really do form a really nice sweet flavor to this beer that has flavors of apricot and orange. Also with a hint of grape that definitely does well on the beer tasting palate. The one thing that really does stand out from this beer is also my favorite part of this beer is the power of the collaboration between Other Half Brewing in Brooklyn, New York and Parish Brewing in Broussard, Louisiana. This collaboration produced an excellent Imperial Double IPA that's must have for any NFL football game in the 2022 NFL season. It's an easy IPA to drink that also has a nice hazy glow found in a well-brewed hazy IPA. IPA. And again, that beer is called Bowden Balls, a double imperial hazy IPA from Parish Brewing and Other Half Brewing. Definitely do check it out. So now it's time to talk about this past weekend's NFL games from NFL Week 8, starting with Tampa Bay and the Baltimore Ravens. In a thrilling Thursday night game, the Baltimore Ravens defeated the Tampa Bay Buccaneers by a score of 27-22. It was a rather thrilling matchup where Tom Brady attempted a late fourth quarter comeback for Tampa Bay only for it to fall short. Tom Brady's drive was plagued by penalties against Tampa Bay, which helped seal the victory for the Baltimore Ravens. This brings Baltimore's record to 5-3, while Tampa Bay falls to 3-5. It's a key victory for the Baltimore Ravens, but it's also very much a devastating defeat for Tampa Bay, which continues to struggle in this year's NFL season. This game also comes at a critical time in the NFL season, as the clock is now ticking with playoff hopes beginning to fade and rise for some NFL teams, but for Tampa Bay, they're beginning to fade. As for Tom Brady, there are now many saying this might be his final season in the NFL. I'll get to that more later in the question segment, as it now has become a major trending topic in this year's NFL season, as you're now soon at halfway point of the NFL season. The next game on the list is the Miami Dolphins and the Detroit Lions. The Detroit Lions went back to losing close games in the fourth quarter after a loss to the Miami Dolphins by a score of 31-27 in a devastating 
extremely close loss. This now takes the Lions to a dismal 1-6 record, and I'm starting to see the Lions as having the first overall pick in the 2023 NFL Draft, which may be used on a quarterback, despite the fact their defense has been the main culprit for their poor season so far for the Detroit Lions. When it comes to Miami Dolphins, they're now 5-3, and and they might be on the way to rejuvenate their season after some setbacks. Tua, the quarterback for the Miami Dolphins, threw for an impressive 382 yards with three touchdowns in this win for the Miami Dolphins, making them a contender in the AFC East and also in the AFC Conference, as they continue to contend with the New York Jets and the Buffalo Bills. Game number three on the list is the New Orleans Saints and the Las Vegas Raiders. The Las Vegas Raiders may find themselves in the market for a new head coach after their loss to New Orleans Saints by a score of 24-0, which is by far an abysmal performance by the Raiders and a great revenge game by their former head coach, Dennis Allen, who's now the head coach of the New Orleans Saints. The Saints are now 3-5, and five, and it was turned out to be a bad NFC South division, which has become this year's NFL season's basement division. Going back to the Raiders, will they move on from Josh McDaniels after this season? I'll explore more of that in a question segment, but right now the Raiders are in disarray, and it may result in a coaching change after this year's NFL season when the season is over. Or maybe the Raiders might move on from the Daniels before the season is over with. It sounds drastic, but definitely is not outside the realm of impossibility. But right now all is not well in Las Vegas, as the Raiders need to get a new direction if they're going to return things around in this year's season. The next game of the list is the New England Patriots and the New York Jets. It was by far a key AFC East divisional matchup. The Patriots bounced back from their loss from last week to the Bears as they defeated the rival of the New York Jets by a score of 23-7 in a close game. The Patriots' record is now 4-4 as they tried to gain a foothold in the AFC East. The New York Jets are now 5-3 and, and despite the loss, they still have an advantage in the AFC East. It's also worth noting that Mac Jones did return as a Patriots quarterback in this game as he he threw for 194 yards with one touchdown and one interception after there was talk of a quarterback controversy in New England. The Patriots still still have a way to go if they're going to gain a foothold it was become a competitive AFC East because the Jets may still very well be the main rival for the Buffalo Bills despite their loss against the Patriots and they also still have yet to play Buffalo this season which will come in their first matchup against the Buffalo Bills in NFL Week 9 this coming Sunday. The next game on the list is the Denver Broncos and the Jacksonville Jaguars. The Denver Broncos won a close game against the Jaguars in where Russell Wilson threw for 252 yards, one touchdown, and one interception, as the Broncos are now 3-5, while the Jaguars are now 2-6. Russell Wilson may be on a new path for the Broncos, as he looked to gain momentum for their season, which has been plagued with issues with such as performance on the field, and with poor coaching. When it comes to Trevor Lawrence, the Jacksonville Jaguars quarterback, it remains to be seen if he will indeed become an elite NFL quarterback. But this was a game the Denver Broncos needed to win. There is definitely a lot of skepticism right now surrounding the Denver Broncos if they can indeed become a legitimate franchise in this year's NFL season. It may not happen right now, but right now they're starting to turn things around. We shall see what the Broncos do in NFL Week 9. Game number six in the list is the Seattle Seahawks, Russell Wilson's former team actually, and the New York Giants. The Seattle Seahawks rise to 5-3 after their win over the New York Giants by a score of 27-13. Geno Smith for Seattle threw for 212 yards with two touchdowns. The Seahawks may find themselves now as the main rival for the 49ers in the NFC West, who I'll get to in the next game as the Seahawks continue to surprise many in the NFL with how their season has been going so far, which has been so far 
really good. The Giants are now 6-2 and two, as they continue to maintain a good standing in the NFC Conference and also remain a contender at the NFC East. Yet, this seat belongs to the Seahawks as he may not be a dark horse in the NFC West. Their main threat? The 49ers. Game number 7 on the list is the 49ers and the Los Angeles Rams in a very key NFC West matchup rivalry game. The 49ers defeat the Los Angeles Rams in their second divisional matchup this season. The score was 31-14 and is commanding victory for the 49ers who are now 4-4 four four as they now trail the Seattle Seahawks in the wild NFC West. 49ers quarterback Jimmy Garoppolo threw for 235 yards and two touchdowns while the 49ers latest addition Christian McCaffrey had 94 yards and one touchdown. As for the Rams, they're now 3-4 and four, as they may very well be falling apart in what might be a Super Bowl hangover. This is not a loss the Rams needed and with two losses now against the 49ers, the Rams may not win the NFC West and their playoff chances may also be in trouble. It was a good win for the 49ers and devastating loss for the Rams. The 49ers are now in a very good spot in the NFC West but also the NFC Conference which does seem to be wide open right now in terms of competition. But the Rams are definitely in a big major mess right now. They have some key losses this season and the 49ers right now along with the Seahawks are right now the way I'm seeing it the main contenders in the NFC West. These two teams the 49ers and the Seahawks are indeed on a collision course. Who will win in the end? I'm thinking despite the Seahawks good momentum right now the 49ers might very well be the main threat in the NFC West. This victory over the Rams definitely does guarantee that. The Rams and the 49ers were in a major arms race in terms of adding key talent and the Rams wanted to get Christian McCaffrey but in the end he went to the 49ers. The 49ers wanted to outdo the Rams in this key bid by getting McCaffrey for their roster is definitely right now paying off dividends as we saw in his matchup against the Rams. So right now the Rams they're on their one way train ride to Screwsville unless something changes and changes quickly. But the 49ers they're 4-4 four and four, and after NFL week 9 they might be 5-4 and four, which definitely does place them in a very strong direction to becoming a main contender not only in the NFC West but also in the NFC Conference. They might be the main threat right now to the undefeated Philadelphia Eagles. So right now keep an eye out for the San Francisco 49ers. They're on a roll and I don't see it stopping anytime soon. For the final game on the list, that is the Green Bay Packers and the Buffalo Bills. In the Sunday night game, the Green Bay Packers continue to struggle after they lost to the Buffalo Bills by a score of 27-17. The Packers are now 3-5 as their season continues to spiral out of control as they might very well miss the playoffs unless they can find a way to secure a wild card spot which right now might be their best case scenario. After the game, Aaron Rodgers, the quarterback for the Packers, seemed to be more in a state of mind that this season for the Packers isn't going very well but also said a win for the Packers can indeed create a lot of momentum for the Packers and turn things around for their failing season. But the question is can the Packers get such a win in week 9? Time is running now for the Green Bay Packers and for Aaron Rodgers. And some have already said that time is running out for the Packers already. Their next game in week 9 will be against the Detroit Lions which should be a win for the Packers. Then again that's also to be determined. As for the Buffalo Bills they continue to dominate this NFL season with no sign of slowing down anytime soon. So we shall see how things turn out for the Green Bay Packers because Aaron Rodgers definitely has a major mess on his hands with the Green Bay Packers. He's trying to turn things around. He knows they're in trouble but he also isn't phased by it at the same time. His comment by saying that one win could very well create momentum for the Packers might be a win against the Detroit Lions in week 9. And as for the Buffalo Bills, they're not slowing down. They could very well represent the AFC Conference in the Super Bowl as long as they get by can 
Kansas City in the playoffs, which I do believe they were destined for a rematch against in the playoffs. Hopefully an AFC Championship game, which would be an intriguing game to watch should a game occur. But for now, we're almost halfway done with the NFL season. There's still another half of the season yet to go. A lot could still happen. The Buffalo Bills have other games yet to play, but for the Green Bay Packers, they are in trouble, but they still have time to turn things around. But the second half is going to be key for the Packers if they do make that happen. But for now, the Green Bay Packers and the Buffalo Bills, they played their game. The Buffalo Bills won. They were clearly the dominant team in the NFL, but for the Packers, they have a lot of work to do. So that just my recap of NFL Week 8, the 8 games that really stood out the most. So now this brings me to the questions segment from NFL Week 8 of the 2022 NFL season. Starting with question number 1, and that is, are we seeing the end of Tom Brady's career? Well, I say no. I personally do believe that despite the challenges he's facing this year, Tom Brady will be back in the NFL next season, most likely with Tampa Bay. But the way things have been going for Tampa Bay so far this year and for Tom Brady, there definitely have been those questions starting to get tossed around about the end of Tom Brady's career. But I say he will definitely be back next year. I also do wonder, will Tom Brady and Tampa Bay turn around this season and make it into the playoffs? Their best case scenario right now is the wildcard playoffs in the NFC. Because right now, I don't think they'll get enough wins to get the first round by. So right now, the best case scenario for right now for Tom Brady and Tampa Bay is the wildcard slot in the playoffs. But can they get there. This season so far has been a major challenge for Tom Brady and Tampa Bay. Definitely unexpected. But they also have injuries on their roster. They're definitely without Rob Krakowski and their offensive defense is definitely taking some hits this season. But despite that though, I don't think this is the end of Tom Brady's career. I think right now this is a blip in the season that might only last this season. And afterwards, Tom Brady will announce he's coming back next season, most likely at Tampa Bay. I don't see Tom Brady going somewhere else next season, despite all the talk about my Miami. Miami, the way they're doing right now with Tua as a quarterback, which definitely does allow Miami to have a franchise quarterback for the foreseeable future. So all this talk about Tom Brady joining Miami for next season will probably die out. We haven't actually heard it actually at all this season lately. So the question about Tom Brady's career coming to an end this season, I say no. That's my verdict on this question, but also how Tom Brady and Tampa Bay do for the rest of the season start with NFL Week 9. That remains to be seen. I don't know if they can make it to the playoffs just yet. I just don't see them losing for the rest of the season, they'll definitely get more wins, but it'll be enough wins to get into playoffs and a wild card slot. We shall see, but definitely this is not the end of Tom Brady's career. Question number two is, what happened to Lions head coach Dan Campbell? Last year, Dan Campbell was an icon in the league, despite the Lions losing season. He was inspirational, fighting to the end, winning the hearts and minds of his players, and also the league, and the media, and myself. But this season, the Lions and Dan Campbell are definitely are not what they were last season. They only have one win. They're definitely on track to get in the first pick in the 2023 NFL Draft. I definitely don't see that changing anytime soon, because right now the Lions, they keep losing and losing, they lose close games. If the Lions had won those close games, that record would have them as a contender in the NFC North, and probably even the NFC Conference. But as of now, they're 1-6 with a losing record. Definitely not a good thing for an NFL team, especially when we're almost halfway towards the season being over with. They 
they're definitely not going to make the playoffs. I even predicted they're going to make the playoffs this year in the wild card. That definitely is not happening. But also Dan Campbell, he's not the guy he was last year. He's not getting the inspiration and the admiration he had last year. Make me wonder, will Dan Campbell be the head coach of the Lions next year? He's a great guy, a great coach, and definitely someone I think can lead an NFL team. But will the Detroit Lions keep him around for next year as he's only been on the job for two years? That theory is starting to be questioned by several in the media, but I don't see the Lions firing Dan Campbell after this season. I think they should give him at least one more year to see how things play out next season. They will have two first-round picks in the first round of the NFL draft in 2023, which I definitely do believe they'll take advantage of to improve their roster. They're also in rebuilding mode right now. It takes time to build a good NFL team. And because of that, I just don't see them firing Dan Campbell after the season, or even during the season. Because in my view, that would definitely be a major mistake on behalf of the Lions by letting go Dan Campbell after this season. But also, what happened to the Lions this year? They're definitely not getting the admiration and inspiration they had last season. They're definitely getting the opposite. They're being known as that team that cannot win close games in the fourth quarter, games that they should win. Their record should be much better than it was last year. It's clearly their defense is the major problem right now. Their defense has screwed them over several times this season. If their defense had been better this season, the Lions would have been a much better team this season. But for now, the team is an epic disaster, which is why many are starting to question Dan Campbell as being the right coach and even being a good coach at all in the NFL, but I believe he is. I think he'll be back next season. It'll be a major mistake by the Lions to fire him after the season. So we shall see what the Lions do for the rest of the season, but my question is right now is, what happened to Detroit Lions? Because right now, this season is just not working out for them. The third question on the list is, and it's also about coaching issues, and that is, will the Las Vegas Raiders make a coaching change either in this season or next season? Josh McDaniel Daniels has not been doing a good job so far with coaching for the Las Vegas Raiders. The Raiders, just like the Lions, should be a much better team this season, but right now it's not happening. They have a 2-5 record. They're also last place in the wild AFC West that has also been a disappointment in this year's NFL season. But the Raiders should be much better than they actually are this season. I don't think it's an adjustment period that's going on right now. I think by now the record would have been better. Josh McDaniels should have been a great coach for them this season, but right now it's just not panning out. And I'm starting to wonder, will Josh McDaniels be the Raiders coach next season? Right now that is also in doubt. Because right now the Raiders, they do not tolerate losing. They definitely don't like coaches that lose. And being 2-5, and five, it's definitely not a good outlook for Josh McDaniels right now. So don't be surprised if the Raiders fire him this season, or even fire him at the end of the season. Because right now this team has been a major disappointment in this year's NFL season. They're better than they actually are. They have excellent talent, but right now the coaching definitely is not giving the Raiders the wins that they need to be a contender in the AFC Conference, which they should be. And the Raider fans, they're definitely not patient. They want wins. They want results. And from the ones I've spoken with, they don't want Josh McDaniels as their coach, as many of them didn't want him to be their coach to begin with. So, if the Raiders move on from Josh McDaniels, could they make a move for Sean Payton at the end of this season? If they do, it definitely costs a lot, but I'm definitely not ruling it out. Because Sean Payton may decide to come back to the NFL as a head coach, and several teams will be vying for his services, and one of them will be, most likely, the Raiders, should they choose to move on from Josh McDaniels. Question number four is, is Trevor Lawrence going to be a bust? Trevor Lawrence, the starting quarterback for the Jacksonville Jaguars, has also been struggling this season as well, with some questioning will he be the future quarterback for the Jaguars going forward. Things have not been panned out so far for Trevor Lawrence this season and the Jaguars in their post-Urban Meyer era. So 
So far this season for Trevor Lawrence, he has 1,840 passing yards, 10 touchdowns, and 6 interceptions with a 46 QBR rating. Definitely not good for Jaguars as you go into the halfway part of the season and where they continue to struggle with a losing season and a very poor record. And also many are starting to say that this is not to blame on Urban Meyer as Urban Meyer is no longer the head coach of the Jaguars. So is Trevor Lawrence going to be a bust in the NFL despite being one of the most hyped quarterbacks in the NFL draft from a couple years ago? So far right now that definitely does appear to be the case but it's never too late to turn things around in the NFL and Trevor Lawrence could definitely do that but will that happen this season? And also how much patience will Jaguars show for Trevor Lawrence before they decide to move on to someone else at the starting quarterback position? Because in the NFL a team needs a quarterback and they need a quarterback who can win and right now the Jaguars do not have that in Trevor Lawrence. And I do wonder, how much time does he have with the Jaguars, and will he be a bust, or will he turn things around and get the Jaguars back to a team of prosperity and also playoff contender in the AFC, and also the NFL? Question number five on the list is, are the Seahawks a team to beat in the NFC West? I think that could very well be the case, because think about it, the Seahawks, they're doing well with their new quarterback, Geno Smith. Pete Carroll's also done a great coaching job as well, and despite the 49ers being a good team in the NFC West, the team to beat might indeed be the Seahawks. They're leading that division. The 49ers are just right behind them. The Rams, they're done, I think. I'll get to that later in the next question. But I do believe the Seattle Seahawks are indeed the team to beat in the NFC West. They are a dominant team in that division. They're doing great this season, having a great season. Pete Carroll might also be the NFL head coach of the year by the time it's all said and done. And the Seahawks, they could very well make a deep playoff run when the playoffs come around because this team, the Seahawks, there is no way they're going to miss the playoffs unless something catastrophic happens during the second half of the season. So I do believe the Seahawks, they are the team to beat in the NFC West. Their main rival right now in that division, in terms of the divisional champion, is the 49ers. The 49ers and the Seahawks will contend with one another for dominance in the NFC West. But right now I'm giving the edge to the Seattle Seahawks. Because in my view, and based on what I've seen on the field from their performance, and also for the 49ers, who are also a good team, I'm going to give a slight edge to the Seattle Seahawks. The only thing I wish that was going on this season was the former Jim Harbaugh and Pete Carroll rivalry. Do you remember that rivalry between Pete Carroll and Jim Harbaugh when Jim Harbaugh was coaching the 49ers? Can you imagine if Jim Harbaugh was coaching the 49ers this season? That would be wild. But despite Jim Harbaugh's absence, the 49ers are a contender and also a main rival for dominance against the Seahawks in the NFC West, which has been a very impressive division to watch in this year's NFL season. This now brings me to question number seven, and we're staying in the NFC West. And that question is, are the Los Angeles Rams done? Well, I'm going to say yes. They're definitely having a very crappy season. Bad things have happened to them. They're definitely not winning as they should. As right now, they have a 3-4 record this season so far. And the Rams, I just don't think they're going to make the playoffs this year. They're definitely not going to repeat as Super Bowl champions, given how things have gone this season. I think right now, they're going to miss the playoffs, while the 49ers and the Seahawks battle for dominance in the NFC West. But I do wonder just how bad will things get for the Rams as the second half of the season starts to play out. That remains to be seen, but right now they're a team that's definitely in disarray and definitely on the wrong track towards success in the NFL. And this also makes you wonder, what happened to the Rams this season? Is it the Super Bowl hangover, or is there something else going on with the Rams? Is it the Super Bowl team mentality just not working out? Is the idea they traded several draft picks to add players to the roster starting to catch up? And also, if the worst case scenario 
does come to pass, will the Rams be a shipwrecked franchise for years to come? Despite being a Super Bowl champion from last season, these are all questions that have yet to be answered, but right now the Rams, what we do know is they're in the wrong path, and we'll see how bad things get for them for the rest of the season, and also what happens beyond. The final question on the list is, are the Green Bay Packers also done? The Packers lost a major game against the Buffalo Bills in a Sunday night game. I thought Aaron Rodgers was going to lead a comeback in the fourth quarter, only for it to fall flat in the end, allowing the Buffalo Bills to win. But I also do wonder, are the Packers done for this season? I think when you compare Tom Brady and Aaron Rodgers, and the Packers and Green Bay in terms of who's done, I want to say the Green Bay Packers. So, for this question, my answer is going to be yes. So far, I do believe the Packers are indeed done. Their next game will come against Detroit Lions, which should be a win for the Packers. But you also got to keep winning and winning afterwards if they're going to dig themselves out of a hole they're currently in, which isn't outside the realm of possibility. It can definitely be done. It is doable as Aaron Rodgers is their quarterback because Aaron Rodgers is trying to find a solution for the Packers' current problems. There's also been talks of whispers in the locker room that defensive players are not happy the defensive coordinator for the Green Bay Packers, but head coach Matt LaFour is definitely taking the side of the defensive coordinator. But what this does show, there is starting to be like a rift in the locker room with the Green Bay Packers. Which is another problem the Packers definitely don't need right now because there were already other problems in the locker room and Aaron Rodgers calling out players after losses. Now we're having a rift with the defense in terms of having a problem with the defensive coordinator for the Green Bay Packers. So the Packers have another unwanted problem in their locker room. Definitely not something they need for their season which right now has been in shambles. So the Packers, they're probably done for this season. They may win a few more games starting with the Lions this coming Sunday, but their season is probably done, which will lead them in a rebound phase for next season, that they'll have to start addressing in the offseason and also in the draft. And also, as for Aaron Rodgers, I don't think he's going anywhere. There is talk that he might need a change of scenery, but I don't think Aaron Rodgers is going to retire, let alone go to another NFL team. He's under contract for the Packers for this season, two seasons after that. I definitely don't see Aaron Rodgers retiring after the season. He'll definitely come back next season in a quest to rebuild the Packers after a catastrophic 2022 NFL season that doesn't appear to be changing or approving anytime soon. So that there concludes my questions segment for NFL Week 8 of the 2022 NFL season. We shall see how things go in NFL Week 9 for the 2022 season as this season continues to be exciting as this definitely is a year for defense in the NFL. And that there shall do for me on this edition of Bruce Stilled. Please do tell your friends and family about this podcast and please rate this podcast on your desired podcast directory as feedback is always appreciated. And also do follow this podcast on Instagram at Bruce Still the podcast on Instagram. It's where you find photos of all the beers profiled on this podcast. And also do continue to stay tuned for future guest interviews on Bruce Stilled as I do have some guest interviews lined up from the beer industry here in Sacramento, California. In the meantime, do enjoy some good beer, bourbon, and whiskey and enjoy this fall season. I'm your host Brandon. Thank you for joining me and I'll see you next time. And until then, be brewed and be distilled, folks. Cheers. Yeah.